This is Restoration Bible Church and Ministries. We are a people of excellence living purposefully. And now, here is God's servant, Reverend Tunde Bolanta, as he brings you God's word. We trust that you will be blessed as you listen. Let me start in Genesis 15 because the word compensation is used 28 times in the Bible. God himself used it the first time. Genesis 15, 1, the Amplified Classic says, After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abraham, I am your shield, your abundant compensation, and your reward shall be exceedingly great. That's the Amplified Classic. Well, what's the background of this story? Abraham had left everything to go to where God would show him. He left everything to go to where God told him to go to Canaan. He's been through a lot. He got into the land of Canaan. There was famine there. So many things were happening. It was not that easy. But um, not only that, he had to go to Egypt. And, you know, he even had to lie about his wife. And God delivered him out of that. His nephew Lot left him. He didn't contemplate that could happen in his life because he saw that boy as his own son. And then the, 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 the Lot was captured by some kings. Abraham had to raise men in his own house and fight to get him delivered. He fought that battle. He took nothing out, not even a shoelace. He met the king of Salem, Melchizedek, a type of Christ who gave him communion, bread and wine. Abraham, I mean, it just looked like things were not really working. God said, you are going to inherit the land, but he was living in tents with the heirs of promise. I'm sure there must be more than one person that feels like that sometimes. Everything God has said to you, you know you are in the will of God, but it's not happening just yet but it's going to happen for you. He said, I am your abundant compensation. That word also means reward. Prize. Payment. The Lord said to me many years ago, so you cannot give God your youth and regret your old age. We are marking 36 years of this church. But I was doing ministry before that time. Hallelujah. We've literally lived our lives for him. All the productive years, we gave it to God. And there's no way God will not come back to you. But in the life of Joseph, and the first thought this morning is that compensation. You know, now Abraham... When God appeared to him in that vision and said, I'm your abundant compensation, Abraham said, God, thank you for everything. But I'm going childless. Is Eliza going to be my heir? God said, take some animals and let's make a covenant. What is a covenant? It's an agreement that you are ready to defend with your life. What I own, you will own. will become one. Child of God this morning, 
no matter what seasons you are going through, compensation is a covenant right of the believer. Can you turn to your neighbor and say, compensation is a covenant right of the believer. That's what God was telling Abraham. And, and though Joseph went through challenges as well in his life, God brought him out. Go to Zechariah chapter 9, verse 11. As for thee also, by the blood of thy covenant, I have sent forth thy, forth thy prisoners out of the pit wherein is no water. Zechariah 9.11, Amplified Classic says, As for you also, because of and for the sake of the covenant of the Lord with his people, which was sealed with sprinkled blood, I have released and sent forth your imprisoned people out of the wilderness pit. Friends, this morning I want us to know, just like Joseph, when you go through those challenging moments and it looks like your season is not turning for good, because you are one with Almighty God this morning. If an unbeliever can make it, a believer can make it better. If, 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 if people on your right are making it who have no covenant with God, I want to tell you your time is not behind you. Your compensation is not behind you. Your compensation is in front of you. Because it is who you are with. God says, I am with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I want to say they may have de delayed or denied your promotion. But child of God, I want you to know, it's not about your physical status. It's not about who you know or who you do not know. But when the God of heaven says to you i belong to you and you belong to me i'm here to announce to a child of god today you may not know anybody there but weeping may endure for the night but joy is coming in the morning how you look right now is not how it's going to end what is happening to you right now is not how you are going to end i want to declare to you like god told abraham god is your abundant compensation you are going to go from glory to glory and from strength to strength by the spirit of the lord Every enemy ganged up against you. They are coming down. God will make a way out of no way for his children. He will furnish a table in the wilderness. I said he will furnish a table in the wilderness. He will make a nobody a somebody. Because when you make contact with heaven, things begin to change. Things are changing for your good. In the name of Jesus. You believe that? Give the Lord a shout of amen in the house of the Lord. So it's a covenant right. And when God was talking to Abraham, interestingly, he told him, he said, I'm your abundant compensation. Let's cut a covenant. Things will be tough. Your children will go into slavery for 430 years, but I will bring them out. I said, we are serving a God that brings us out. I said, we are serving a God that brings us out. A comma in your life is not a full stop in your life. A challenge in your life is not the end of the story. You are going to go through the waters. You are going to go through the rivers. You are going to go through the fire. But the God of heaven will bring you down. When they are closing down, you will be opening up more in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Now, let's read a bit about Joseph. Go to Genesis 31. 39, you know Joseph, his brothers didn't like his dreams and they conspired. They put him in a dry pit, but a covenant guy will come out of a dry pit. Say, by because of the blood covenant, I will deliver you out of the dry pit. And God delivered Joseph. 
if you're in some pit right now, the Lord is bringing you out in Jesus' name. So Joseph's brothers, they sell him. They sold him, their own brother. They took ransom. This is where the ransom started. 20 pieces of silver. Sold him to slavery to the Ishmaelites, who further sold him again to Potiphar. Genesis 39 verse 1, And Joseph was brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down Thida. Down. It was brought down. And the Lord was with Joseph. There was a prosperous man, and there was in the house of the master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. And then the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. And Joseph found what? Grace in his sight. And he served him. And made him overseer over his house. And all that he had put into his hand. Hallelujah. The presence of God is with you through your season of testing. Can you say that with me? The presence of God is with me through my season of testing. You know, the, the thing is that many of us, we focus on the testing, not on the presence of God. We focus on the pressure we're facing, the need in our lives. But the presence of God, my friend, is heaven on earth. Hallelujah. I, I can tell you, you are a sign and a wonder this morning. You know, every time I travel around, people ask me, are you still in Kaduna? I expect that question anywhere I go. Are you still? You better stay where the presence of the Lord is. I say, you better stay where the presence of the Lord is. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The presence of God is heaven. They put him in prison. They lied against him. He was sold as a slave. But the presence of God is with him. Child of God, this morning, the presence of God is with you. Amen. Your neighbors have been looking at you. They are wondering why you have not lost your mind. They know you have gone through things ten times worse than their own. But here you are. You are still lifting your hands. Is there somebody who can lift their hands to say, I've been through so many things. I'm still lifting my hand. And with my hands lifted up, we will worship and sing. And with our hands lifted up, we come before him rejoicing. With our hands lifted up to the sky when the world wonders why we just say that we love in our king whoa, whoa, whoa. we just say child of god the enemy meant to destroy you the enemy meant to destroy your children your neighbors are watching as businesses are closing they know the pressure you are going on through but you are not going under i'm here to say to you that the presence of almighty god when the presence of god is with you even in the lion's den the lions will become little
little kittens, even in the fearing furnace, even in the fearing furnace, the fire will not kindle upon you. Child of God, you are coming out of that trouble. Like Joseph, promotion is your destiny. I said promotion is your destiny. Enlargement is your destiny. Compensation is your destiny. Where there's a casting down, there must be a lifting up for the children of God. Restoration, this is your season of lifting. If you believe that, give the Lord a shout in the house of God. Listen to me. Please be seated for a bit. Listen to me. Anybody who saw Joseph tied like a slave, his own brothers, his own brothers, talk about testing. Your brothers. If they wanted to kill him first, fear. One of them said, ah, we can't kill our own now. And that one had another business option. Imagine they are, they are, they are discussing as if they are selling chicken in the market or, or goats or cow for Christmas. How much? 40 pieces. No. He's, look at him. He's a fine boy. He's a fine boy. He's handsome. He gets muscles. He has 20 packs. <laughs> Add something. They began to... The boy was hearing the discussion. Eventually, one of the brothers said, okay, Mr. Dreamer, come on. Some people have laughed about your dream. They have said it's not possible. They have said you cannot make it. But I've come to announce to you that the God of heaven has written concerning you that compensation is in your future. It's not behind you. There will be a lifting for you. There will be a lifting for your family. If you believe that, give the Lord a shout this morning in the house of the Lord. They were talking. He was hearing them. Okay, so bring him out. Someone said, okay, bring him out. I'm sure they gave him some dirty slaps, like, Mr. Dreamer, go and dream in Egypt. Pie, pie. They tied him. If it's the way they did slaves back then, I'm sure they stripped him. And then they tied his hand behind camels. They said, keep dreaming. I'm moving the boy. But in heaven, God was smiling. He was getting closer to his destiny, though things were looking bad. See, every time things are looking bad, it does not mean you are not moving forward. He needed to go to Egypt to become a prime minister. He couldn't have done it with his father. Sometimes things will look so tough, people will say, no, no mind now. Just keep smiling. I'm a covenant child of God. God has sworn to me, I will get there. Say, that project, is it not too big for you? No, it may be too big for me, but it's not too big for my God. I said, that project may be big for me, but it's not too big for my God. So I followed them. He got to Egypt, Potiphar's house. The boy was doing well. He said, boy, you're trying, oh. Potiphar put him over everything. He was doing so good. He was doing so good. When God is with you and you are a carpenter, you'll be the best carpenter there is. If God is with you, you're a mechanic, you'll be the best mechanic there is. If God is with you and you are frying akara or kose or bean cakes, people will say there's, there's a fact, there's an H factor. There's a Holy Ghost factor in that kose. When I eat that kose, something comes upon me. There will be something about the things you are doing that will have a Holy Ghost factor and they will not be able to explain. You are mere coming into a place and say, ah, we, ah, we were about to phone you, but the Holy Ghost will move you. Say, we just wanted to call you. This your something is ready. I prophesy over somebody this week. This your document is ready. I said this your document is ready. I said this your document is ready. I said this your document is ready. 
who can fight against the Lord? I said, who can fight against the Lord? If God has lifted your head, if God has lifted your head, no Philistine, no Goliath, no Canaanite, no weapon of the enemy against you shall prosper. If you believe that, give him a shout. I said, there's a lifting in Zion. I said, there's a lifting in restoration. If you believe that, let me hear you shout, hallelujah. Please sit down for a bit. Glory to God. Woo! Haba. Haba. If NMPC can remember that you walked there and they pay you when you are leaving. If federal government can remember that you are you work in that second that department and they can pay you. How can the God of heaven fail? To remember the sacrifices and the labor of love and the covenant he swore in blood. I want to say you will not go down. I say you will not go down. Your children will not go down. It is impossible to go down and be in covenant with God. It is impossible to go down. But God is with you in the season of your testing. Soon, Wahala came. Many of us want to live in one season. It's not possible. A few weeks ago, there was a rainy season. And you know, in, in the north, when it rains, people don't go out as if their body is salt. One time I was in Calabar, it was raining. Come and see our people. They started running. I said, it's ordinary rain. In that place, you have your raincoat and umbrella. It's part of life. You bring it out. Rainy season has gone. If you are holding umbrella now, more people ask you, are you all right? Okay, maybe the sun is too hot for you. But you are wearing raincoat. You say, ah, what is your problem? It is dry now. I want to say there's a new season upon you. I said there's a new season upon you. So trouble came to this young man. Which means my third thought, I believe, this morning. Amen? The price of compensation is no compromise. The price of compensation. I'll give you the scripture when I get up there. It's no compromise. This guy was a fine guy, I'm sure. She was serving the woman, but the woman wanted something more. If he was a modern guy, a modern guy, he would say, well, let's, let's rationalize. My own family sold me. I have a lot of problems. I have no relative here. Maybe God will use this woman to make me achieve my destiny. Don't use a dirty passport to a decent future. You hear what I said? Don't use what? A dirty passport for a decent future. So the guy was like, a normal, a, 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 some of the people of nowadays will have said, well, actually, I'm, I, I think she will help me with my depression. I'm a bit depressed. With everything that has gone through me, I think um, my, my mindset, my mentality is affected. Maybe God will use this. No, 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 no. Anything you compromise to get, you ultimately will lose it. Of course, you will have been a handbag. You'll be doing their thing. Abby? And she will have ne- he will have never smelled that parliament. 
the price of compensation is no compromise. Remember that. Of course, you'll be pressured. The number of things I've said no to in my life, at a point I had to be telling myself that, God, I hope I'm normal. Then God told me, you are peculiar. The number of things I've said no to, big offers in this world. Most people, if I don't even share it anymore, because people say, oh God, one time I was sharing with some of my pastors. Somebody gave me a crazy offer somewhere. Good money. But the conditions were terrible. One of my pastors said, okay, just take her now. Later we'll be adjusting the thing. <laughs> I said, if I take her and the thing no can adjust, which thing will come happen? Amen? Amen? A few months ago, I said no to something very big. Very, that's why my future has to be bigger than the things I said no to. Because I said no because I fear God. So that when people dangle small, small carrots in front of me, I just laugh. <laughs> I've seen things so. But I won't be able to give you any story because the world is a small place, okay? So I'll leave it there. Learn to say no when your conscience says no. Don't just do something. I'm telling you about, you know, there's money and there's good money. It's not the same thing, no. Money is good, but good money. Good money. Some of you, money for you is just one million naira is money. Another person, 10 million is money. Another person, 100 million, they start saying, Father, can we, can we pray about this a little bit more? Lord, can I wait on you? The church has become very quiet. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were shouting amen a few minutes ago. <laughs> but I want to show you something before I try to close. If Joseph had fallen for that thing, he would have been trapped for life. I was in one country. The kind of thing they put in front of me, most people would go on three-day dry and come back and say, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, speak again. <laughs> I just look at Pastor Tino and I say, we can't do this. No, we cannot. And that was it. Your future is better than your yesterday. And someone said, okay, pastor, what if you don't get anything like that again in your life? When I get to heaven, Jesus will compensate the rest. <laughs> That's why we always win. Because what you don't get here, you'll get there. And you'll be able to look Jesus in the face and say, Lord, I did my best with that. All right. So, the price for compensation is, look, the three Hebrew children in the fire. Do you remember them? They said, we're well, not going to bow. Right? They put them in the fire. But what did Jesus do? The fourth man, the angel, whatever you want to call him, he stepped into that fire. Even when you are in the fire, air condition will be blowing you. When you don't compromise, God will make sure that people are saying, hey, this man, he don't finish. 
you'll just be smiling in the fire. He said, are you all right, sir? Very all right. Are you the one that came out of that car? Say, I'm the one. Oh. Are you okay? Not it do me. If you believe that God is a God of compensation, just wave that hand and give him glory. Satan meant to kill you with that sickness, but God said no. Okay. Let's do one more thing. So, no compromise. And you can find that story. You can write down 1 Corinthians chapter 9 from verse 25 to 27. And every man that striveth for mastery is temperate in how many things? In all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible are therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as the one that beateth the air, but I keep under my body and bring it to subjection, lest that by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. Even athletes who win medals, do you know they pay a price? Some of them wake up early in the morning. In those days when we used to run marathon, I know you don't believe it now, but I used to in secondary school. <laughs> when we go on holiday, my coach, Mr. Isaac, an American guy who was teaching us math, I think, that time, he would say, you got to do six kilometers like every four days to be fit to compete on that team. So you do it. When it's convenient, you run. Some athletes, they go on camp for months. They have to control what they eat. They will be weighing themselves all the time. You see, they pay those boxers a lot of money. But you must come in at the right weight. They will cut Gabza. They will cut Tuun Shinkafa. They will cut Amala. They will cut Eba. They will, they will cut so many just to get to the weight. Sometimes when you need to get something, compensation is coming, you are going to have to cut some things down. And say, God, I will not compromise. I want to be exactly how you want me to be. And I'm telling you, God will remember you and compensate you in Jesus' name. All right. Um, we'll talk about some of this another time. Let me go to my last thought. Let me just skip down there. God will compress time and will not consult your adversaries in your season of compensation. God will do what? Compress time. And will not consult your adversaries in your season of compensation. Write the scriptures down. Ephesians 3.20 Genesis 41 verses 8 and 9 Ephesians 3.20 Genesis 41 verses 8 and 9 Amos 9.13, Amos 9.13, Psalm 126, verses 1 to 3. Hallelujah. Now, you know the story of Joseph. He got into the dungeon. God was still with him there. He got promoted. Maybe he was like a prefect or supervisor in the dungeon. And two guys had a dream the butler and the baker, and they look very sad. They said, what's 
he interpreted their dreams in a nutshell. And when he did, the butler got restored to his position. But for two years, Joseph said, remember me, but did not remember him. It's good for people not to remember you sometime. Because if they remember you in the wrong season, you will not be better than them. What job can a person serving drink to the king give you? You will just be a bartender somewhere. But he forgot. Until the king dreamt and couldn't interpret, then he remembered. And they brought in Joseph from the dungeon. The way you go to sleep is not the way you will wake up. He slept as a slave. But the next day, the king was looking for him. I went to one place recently. I won't go into the details. The next day, they say, they want to see you in this particular place. I say, me? Are you sure I'm the one? When it's time, I say, when your season, when that time comes, you will sleep normally every day. I say, you will sleep normally every day. But there will be one day, one morning like that, that one alert and one text will come. It's the text of compensation. I say, restoration, your text of compensation is here. Your text of lifting is here. And when he got there, he interpreted the king's dream, didn't he? The king said, you are the man for the job. You see, when trials come, don't get bitter, get better. Tell your neighbor, don't get bitter, get better. Let your character, use that thing as a building block for character. They match you, smile. They elbow you, love them. They curse you, bless them. So when the Lord turned the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then did the heathen say, the Lord has done great things, whereof we are glad. The Lord has done great things for us. Child of God, I want to say the heathen will testify. They will testify. They will know you didn't do this by your own power. My prayer for you is that God will do something in your life very soon that you will know and your neighbors will know. This one passed Bolanta power. This one passed Joshua power. This one passed Idachaba power. This one, they will know that you didn't do this one. And that's what happened to Joseph. Everybody knew, and Mrs. Potiphar also knew, and Potiphar also knew that a lifting has occurred. It will not be long now. God decrees. Things are going to happen so fast. Your head will swim. One thing fast on the heel of the other. And everywhere you look blessing. Blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and the hills. I want to declare to a child of God today that the blessing of the Lord is going to overtake you. The blessing of the Lord is going to overtake us in this house. It will be like a dream. Our dreams are coming to pass in God. It doesn't matter who is not with you. It doesn't matter who doesn't believe in your dream. But the covenant keeping God is going to make it happen for you. When men are crying, you will be rejoicing. You believe that lift your hands and bless the Lord. Covenant keeping. Let's all stand together. There is no one like you. Alpha and Omega. Jehovah. Covenant keeping God There is no one like you Alpha and Omega 
Father, for everyone on the sound of my voice, if you would lift your hands, those of you watching us from around the world, from different centers, you can also just join us in this prayer. Father, I'm asking you right now, the favor of compensation. You did it for Abraham. You did it for Isaac. You did it for Jacob. You did it for Joseph. You did it for Paul. You did it for so many people in the Bible. We call for that compensation upon this house in the name of Jesus. Father, the enemy will hear a shout. They will know the shout of a king is among his people. We are going to give you shout of victory in the midst of our troubles, in the midst of our pain. We are shouting that your mercy endureth forever. Can you lift your voice and say his mercy endureth forever? Can you say it one more time? His mercy endureth forever. Let's give the Lord a loud shout of hallelujah this morning. A loud shout of hallelujah this morning. A loud shout of hallelujah this morning. Receive your compensation in Jesus' name. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you for listening to today's message. Do join us same time next week. Follow us on our social media handles, Facebook and Instagram at Restoration Ministries International, Twitter and Mixilar at RBCM Online, and our website is www.rbcmonline.org You can also be part of our live power park services every Wednesday by 5.30pm and on Sunday by 7am and 8.30am respectively at Restoration International Conference Center RICC Romanew Extension Kaduna South God bless you